You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. The war to remotely control self-driving cars heats up. By Alex Davies. Even in the middle of the day, the 50-mile trip from San Francisco to San Jose is a pain. Like a toddler, Bay Area driving toggles between slumber, rush hour slogs, and frenzy, passing happy speeding. It's enough to make one eager for the day when robots rule the roads. And it's more than enough to make me envy Evan Livingston, who doesn't have to show up in person for this meeting, held in a Lincoln MKZ sedan roaming downtown San Jose. No, Livingston is sitting comfortably in his office in Portland, Oregon, when he appears on the screens inside the car and announces he'll be our teleoperator this afternoon. A moment later, the MKZ pulls into traffic, responding not to the man in the driver's seat, but to Livingston, who's sitting in front of a bank of screens displaying feeds from the four cameras on the car's roof, working the kind of steering wheel and pedals serious players use for games like Forza Motorsport. Livingston is a software engineer for Designated Driver, a new company that's getting into teleoperations, the official name for remotely controlling self-driving vehicles. Teleoperations is a little-discussed but vital element of putting self-driving tech into the world. The serious players in this space aren't about to let their robots into the world without the ability to drive, or at least direct them from afar. Waymo, General Motors Cruise, Newtonomy, Zooks, DriveAI, Uber, and Nissan are all quietly developing teleoperation systems. California law says vehicles without drivers inside them must allow for remote control. Florida, Arizona, Oregon, and Washington are considering similar rules. U.S. Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat Connecticut, has said he wants similar language in AV Start, the would-be federal law governing self-driving tech that has been languishing in Congress for nearly two years. Designated driver sees a market there. Autonomy is a vast space, including ride-hail cars, trucks, shuttles, tractors, mining equipment, sidewalk robots, and more. Surely not every company will have the time, resources, or patience to develop their own remote control system. That makes them potential customers. We're still struggling with voice control, right, says CEO Manuela Papadopoul. The reality is that communication is a challenge. Papadopoul and the company's chief technology officer, Walter Sullivan, aim to capture 20% of the teleoperations market in the next couple of years by solving that challenge and offering the resulting hardware, software, and logistical know-how to anyone with a robot and a checkbook. 
Just what that market's worth remains to be seen, but even a tiny slice of an industry expected to be worth trillions should do just fine. On the tech side, the key issue is latency. Remotely controlling a car doesn't work if you're even a second behind what's happening. Designated driver plugs into both Verizon and AT&T's networks using four cellular radios. Even on a 4G connection, Papadopoulos says they've already dropped latency times below 100 milliseconds, and the team plans to dynamically adjust the resolution of the operator's video feed when the connection slows, just like Netflix does. The actual setup for the remote driver will evolve, but for now, DD is using a bank of six screens that display the feeds from various cameras on the car and a map of the area. The remote driver can do everything he could if he were sitting in the car, use the turn signals, honk, change gears, and so on. The remote steering wheel even provides torque feedback the way the one in the car does, but the company is still figuring out how to ensure the operator can drive smoothly if they don't get pushed back in their seat when accelerating or jerk forward on a hard brake. Papadopoulos and her team are also thinking about how a teleoperation system would work on a logistical level. They're developing training and certification regimes for remote drivers, even though California's law only requires they have a valid license. They're studying how long someone can stay engaged, considering that even drivers inside their cars are no good at paying attention. You're not there. It's like driving deaf, Papadopoulos says. Even though it feels like it's a game, it's not. Because you're driving on public roads. You're driving with passengers, with pedestrians around you. There's cars taking over on the left and on the right. It's a pretty challenging task. To start, designated driver has one customer, Autonomous Stuff, an Illinois-based company that works as a sort of self-driving industry supplier, will now offer DD's teller operation kit for cars and other vehicles that don't operate on public roads, think mining and agriculture. But Papadopoulos' team isn't coming into a green field. Phantom Auto does the same sort of work and now has eight customers. Since launching last year, it has swung its focus from AVs on public roads to more immediate applications, like the sidewalk delivery robots now roaming cities around the U.S. There's other ways that autonomous technology is being deployed right now, says co-founder Elliot Katz. And of course, many companies developing robotech will prefer to build their own telop tech. But autonomy promises to be a very large market. Designated driver just has to control a small bit of it from afar to stick around. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.